This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. Well, good morning, Alan. It's Friday morning. How are you? Hi, Jerry. What's going on? Oh, I'm very well. Uh, I saw this um, Revis situation where he got into some sort of altercation on the streets right. of Pittsburgh. On, uh, I guess it happened Sunday night. Which, how did, by the way, how do we not know about it all week? Yeah, I don't know. It's in this Friday. day and age of social media and everything that gets out and dead spin, it's Friday and we, well, I guess Thursday we learned of it. And really amazing that it's been so quiet. Yeah, so supposedly what uh, the story is is that uh, Rivas was roaming the streets at 2.30 in the morning. Because the good things always happen when you're doing that at that time. Yeah, he says he was going to check out some property. It seems like a business property. At 2.30 in the morning. Just to check it out. Uh, some two dudes tried to uh, photograph him with their iPhone or tried to, like, videotape him. Uh, he does not like that. Uh, he takes their phone and throws it. Uh, an altercation ensues. Those two gentlemen are out cold, and Revis is gone. That's Do I not, have that pretty I would close? say so. I mean, at least from the things I've read. Yeah, so normally... Us folks in the media, Jerry, if I might put myself in there, we like to collect all the facts before we come up with our theory. Yes. I'm on Team Revis on this one. If that's the case and he was approached by them first, yes. you might be right. Why would Darrell Revis randomly knock out two guys on the streets in Pittsburgh? Why is Darrell Revis looking at property at 2.30 in the morning? Well, I think he probably was coming from somewhere. No, you think? he was in the area. Right. But... My dream is to see Bruce Springsteen roaming Asbury Park. And I'm there quite often on the weekends. Yeah, I know. You want to be noticed. No, I, want, I do want to see Bruce Springsteen in his environment. Right. Would you now, leave him alone? I would, if uh, maybe I would videotape him, but you know, from what distance? A very far one. <laughs> right. I would not be in Bruce Springsteen's face with a camera because I assume he might swing at me to get the phone out of his face. Yeah. This is what these guys go through, though. I mean, this is not unique to Darrell Revis or wouldn't be to Bruce Springsteen. All these celebrities and pro and pro athletes have become, you know, really A-class celebrities for them. I mean, I think LeBron James could go anywhere without having a phone in his face or a camera in his face. I mean, look at, I don't mean to bring them up, but you look at what the Kardashian family is. Right. Like, who are they? And yet they've become big-time celebrities that can't go anywhere without having you know, photographers and media people around them. Now, I could see wanting to get a photo with Darrell Revis, even at 2.30 in the morning. Hey, Darrell, quick photo. And then if he grabs your phone and smashes it, he sucks. <laughs> right. But what do you get out of I don't know. videotaping Darrell Revis? I don't know. And I guess when he when these guys somehow got knocked out, because there was a Darrell Revis friend involved as well, yes. that the police then found their phone and saw the video, and it was Darrell Revis. Do you think they have video of him 
knocking the guy uh, and the phone falling? Here's what I know. You're not going to charge a guy with four felonies unless you've got something on him. And these sounds very bizarre. Well, Robbery. Would they act like like if I'm reading this? Because he probably grabbed the phone, right? You would think he he, he like held a up a liquor store, a jewelry store, right. right? Robbery, terroristic threats. That means he probably said, "I'll kill you" or something. Yep. Yeah. Well, that. All right. Well, that's but that's what that's how we classify that now. Conspiracy. Well, I love that one. I don't even know what that means. I don't think he conspired with anybody to go find two guys in the middle of a street at two thirty in the morning. So I don't know if I buy that one, but okay. This is the only one I would charge him with aggravated assault. Right. Because he knocked them cold. Because he got aggravated and assaulted them, allegedly. <laughs> That's right. It is four felonies, though. Yeah. So this is serious. Now, my question would be, does this give the Jets now the wherewithal to just say, right now, you're cut? But you they know? were going to do are. that anyway, probably, well, probably, right? probably, but no decision, at least from what we've heard, has been made. I would have expected that, too, especially with the cap savings and all that. I think if you're the Jets, you had to have done that just to kind of move forward and start retooling the roster. But now, I mean... But this guy, this guy's been with the Jets a long time. He's been in the NFL a long time, Revis. Right. Not a troublemaker. No. Matter of fact, I covered him in 7, 07 and 08, I think it was. And when he spoke, and it wasn't there every day, but when he spoke, he gave you the time. He was relatively honest, and he seemed like, take money out of the, or the equation and his contract nonsense, just in terms of football and when he talked to the media, very amenable to talk and, and gave you the gave you the proper time and good answers. So, I no, I would not have thought that his demeanor would have resulted in something like this, which, again, would go back to your point. It's probably the other guy's fault. Yes. I, I know we'll get more information of as course. the days go on. My guess is I will always be Team Revis on this one. Uh, I, I'm with you. Right now, Team Revis, let's see how the details come in. Yeah. Would you ever get, uh, let's say, Revis's face tattooed on your butt? I would not. You wouldn't. How about the new Jet quarterback? How about we don't Tony know who Romo's that is. face? Would you get Tony Romo? No, I would not get Tony Dak Romo. Prescott. No. I know you're a big Probably. Cowboy fan. I'm a huge Cowboy Fraud. fan. Big how about fan, the, how long about time. The, how about the Patriot fan? He got the uh, Tom Brady's. Yeah. Uh, it's actually like a profile a picture. Much, I was going to tattoo your face on my ass. Well, someone did that with Tom Brady's uh, on, on their left butt cheek. Now, I saw they had caught up with the uh, tattoo artist. First of all, it took three hours. Well, tattoos. Remember when Bob got the tattoo of Boomer on his stomach? <laughs> well, I think we he were got doing. Tattoo of a Bengal tiger with More, Boomer's number. Well, whatever. Uh, Boomer, Boomer's Bengal I mean, you may tiger. as well get Boomer's head on your that stomach. That took multiple hours. Yeah. That was not, right? Would you say, I would say that was probably three hours. Yeah, a couple hours. He had it done during the show, I think. Yes, he did. Uh, and uh, so he got the tattoo of Tom Brady on his left butt cheek. And they said that this tattoo place said that a lot of people that were hammered were showing up to the tattoo parlor because it was after the uh, parade. But that this guy had come the night before mm. when he was not hammered and said, listen, I will be in tomorrow and I will be getting this Tom Brady portrait tattooed on my left butt cheek. Mm. How much, what percentage of people do you think get tattoos after midnight? Uh, most of them. Most of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> Unless you're a professional, like there are people that are just covered in oh, tattoos. Yeah, I don't mean them. They're I, professional tattoo getters. I mean the people that get their first tattoo. Yeah. Probably after midnight. Yes. On a Friday or Saturday night. Did you ever consider a tattoo, Jerry? Many times. You did? Yes. And what held you back? Uh, just just didn't do it. No, I'm, Nothing, really. What was the thing you were closest to getting? Um, Vagina-shaped bumper cars. That would be interesting. Not sure why you would have ever said that in the first place, but all right, Jerry. Okay. I, one time, I was a huge Letterman fan. And you wanted Dave Letterman's... 
face on your ass? No, no, no. Oh. I considered uh, once getting the Late Night with David Letterman logo on my arm. What Could you loser. imagine if I had that now? <laughs> Good thing I had some well, foresight. Company guy, CBS. <laughs> no, this was back on his NBC okay. days. Well, At least I had some foresight, like... This probably in a number of years is going to look stupid. Well, how about this? If you're the Patriot fan who's got the Brady thing on his butt now, how about the first time? I don't know if he's married or not, but let's say he meets a girl. No, not married. Probably not if that's what he's doing. The first time that him and a lady get together, right, intimately, she's got to be, what is that? Yes. That can't go well. Who is that on your butt? Uh, let's take a quick break. We got some basketball to get to and some maybe more serious stories, possibly. Uh, and then it would be Craig Carton and Chris Sims on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Al and Jerry. It's like a podcast on the radio, sort of. All right, it'll be Craig and Chris Sims coming up in just a couple of minutes. We'll have a lot on Darrell Rivas, of course, charged with the four felonies in Pittsburgh over the weekend. Also, I imagine Charles Oakley. I want to play one clip. For you, Al, uh, Charles Oakley was on the Gray Area podcast with Maggie Gray. <laughs> the Gray and, Area? Yes. And there's a lot Sports of... Sports Illustrated? Uh, yeah, SI, that's right. And she works on the network. She's filled in here, as a matter of fact, on this show with Mark Malusis. The Gray Area. Well, yeah, Maggie I'm talking about. Oh, Maggie Gray. Gray. Area. Yeah. But this was her podcast. And so there's a lot of clips that will play throughout the morning. And there's some comparisons to Donald Sterling and all that stuff. But... Uh, I'll just play one clip for me and you in terms of uh, how much Charles Oakley does not like James Dolan. He basically says, in terms of an apology or anything Dolan can do nice for him, uh, jail would be a better option than accept anything like that from Dolan. I'd rather go to jail and just do two or three years for my assault case and come out and be a better person because... I don't want. I don't. I don't want to feel he can get. He, don't give me nothing. I mean, you must really dislike a guy to rather go to jail for three or four years than to have them or ask them to drop the charges. Oh no! See, I would do anything not to go to jail. Jerry. Well, we know me that. personally. I'm well aware of that. And did you see uh, Chris Paul? He's a basketball player, also, Jerry. I've heard. Yeah. So he uh, he got into the All Star game. He's not a, a starter, but the uh, statisticians say that. That half of his votes came because Justin Bieber, who has 90 million Twitter followers, twice asked his followers to vote for Chris Paul. Well, number one, that's fine. Number two, Chris Paul's a damn good basketball player, and he should probably be in the All-Star game anyway. So it's fine. It's not like, remember the uh, the hockey player last year that got into the All-Star game because of some wacky voting when he really didn't deserve it? That would bother you a little bit. But it's Chris Paul. So what? And if Justin Bieber helped him get along, that's fine. That Bieber's some influencer on Twitter. A 90 million followers. Yeah. yeah I would think he's probably got It's kind of like you with your 80,000 followers. You, gotta, you are a big social media influencer. You have to get him to uh, retweet our podcast You're a or celebrity. Well, why no, did you, 90 million. By the way, why did you get Seinfeld to do it? You guys are pals. They don't talk anymore. You follow each other on Twitter. They don't speak anymore. That's well, not why true. Is, why is that? Because Al's a podcast whore. Yeah, I actually have two podcasts. I know everyone has a podcast. I have two. Why do I do want... two. God, stop gloating. <laughs> it's sickening, actually. And Leslie, is this Phil Jackson picture that's gone, as they call it, viral? Is this yes. real? Yeah, a listener of uh, the Boomer and Carton show had uh, sent this to me. He took this photo of Phil Jackson on the bus in New York City back in November. For some reason, it's just now starting to right. go on the internet, Jerry. Is it it's him, though? It's him. Oh, it's 100% Why him. Why would it's... Phil Jackson, no disrespect to anybody that takes the bus, we take the bus and trains, too. Why would any, why, if you're Phil Jackson, why are you getting on a I, New York City bus? I see Katie Holmes goes on the subway, and she's a much bigger celebrity than Phil Jackson. I don't know. I guess 
Even celebrities, Jerry, they don't want to sit in traffic, and it's easier get a car. I, to go like, listen, I'll take these 10 minutes and hopefully... But you're still in traffic. It's still a vehicle. But it's still 50-50 on the subway that anyone recognizes you anyway. Right. Here's uh, the guys. Yo! Six o'clock. Nice job, Eddie Scazzeri. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Boomer Esiason, Craig Carton. Flashback. <laughs> It's Friday. Holla! Tom Izzo here for another installment of the Boomer and Carton Show Flashback Friday. For today's flashback, the guys discuss the possibility of becoming comic book superheroes, an idea based on the BNC superhero illustrations by cartoonist Tom Wallace. This clip is a brainstorm that helped the characters take shape. Other than just a few cartoons being posted on the show's website, these characters never really got a chance to shine, and some of us are still waiting for the comic book. So we take you back to a time when B and C were almost heroes. November 30th, 2010. Have you uh, talked to the DC comic guys yet uh, for us, Al, or no? Uh, no, we were going to have a meeting about that Well, first. tell them Boom and I are interested. Okay. And if they'd like to come in and chat with us about the comic strip, we're happy to do that. Oh, Me- right. Mega Boom. Mega Boom. Mega Boom. And courageous. Courageous right. Carton. Courageous. Uh, Thomas Wallace, the cartoonist for the show, he's on the website. He, uh, this, the uh, DC comic guys loved what he did. Right. He created two superheroes based on me and Boomer, and they want to run a strip on it. Nice. So we said we're in. We got to, you know, figure out the deal and all. I, I like but Mega, we're in. I like, I like Me- Mega Boom. Mega Boom. But I think that that could stand on its own. But yeah, no, 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 right? no, 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 Batman had Robin. Comic strip. Yes. No. Yeah. Yes. You like, want you can Superman have a spin-off. didn't, didn't Superman have a side. Didn't have it. He had Lois Lane. Yeah, but yeah, but you're whatever. Lois Lane. I have a superpower. Every now and then you show up, we have lunch. And Spider-Man was by himself. Right. Or he could be like Jimmy Olsen. Time out. I'm having a superpower. Awesome. <laughs> I'm not going through this comic strip life without a superpower. The turnoff is- will be Perry, whoever the editor was. He'll be, he'll he'll be the whiny. The uh, he'll be the whiny Alfred. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a mega boom who outthinks everybody. No, no, you need a special superpower. Well, that. What do you want your superpower <laughs> power to be? You know what I want it to be. Just like it's a family life. program. Movie. <laughs> what are you talking about? Listen, you're not gonna have a super junk. That's not what it is. Why can't you? You're not gonna be a swashbuckling pirate. Why can't you? With have... like Elastaman junk. Yeah. Why can't you have super junk? I don't think that's where we're going. <laughs> What's wrong with that? That's not the comic book I want to be in. Super junk. Well, why would you be? <laughs> it's in like it? a porn. Because film. I'm in it. <laughs> super junk. Mega boom. <laughs> Mega boom and super junk. Now you're talking. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, seriously, what's your power going to be? I don't know. I got to think about it. Yeah, I take this seriously. Why doesn't Boomer's power be like he throws a football at yeah. the criminals? Like he'll knock right, the it, gun out of the hand. Like with the football. Yeah. Like, like, like. Boomer and Carton Show producer, Al Dukes. I always remember because this uh, superhero theme has kind of come up before on the show with uh, we're going to do a Boomer and Carton superhero cartoon. We're going to do a comic book. We're going to do a web series. I always thought we settled on the great cartini for Craig's character. I'm not sure what each character's special power was. I honestly have no idea. Mega booms, I'm not sure what his was. I thought I had mine was a great idea about him having some super arm where he threw things at you. And the great cartini, uh, his mega power, I always thought was something about predicting things. But who knows? I mean, these things change every time it comes up on the air. 
If I was a superhero, my superpower would be, well, I'm really big into the boring. I have Al's Boring Podcast, Al's Boring uh, Tweets, uh, Al's Boring Pics on Instagram. So I guess my uh, superhero power would be boring people. So what I would do is I would just tell you a story like this one and just lull you to sleep and then do whatever I needed to do to be the hero. Do you think DC Comics, who ran Batman and Superman, did a comic with uh, Boomer and Carton with, uh, about super junk? Uh, no, this comic never got made. In these, in these um, comics, can you like knock somebody's head off? Yeah, you whatever you want. It's our comic book. So I take the football and I, and I whistle it at people. So you have a strong arm. That'll be your bionic power. I had one of those when I was a Huge. I think super junk's a better way to go if you're asking me. (laughs) If you want to have the strong arm, I'll take the super junk. That's fine. Boomer and Carton show button pusher, the Eddie Scazzeri. Ultimately, uh, we decided that Craig was going to be known as the Great Cartini. Now, that was a name that we had used for him, just uh, applying it to whenever he got something right or got some prediction right. Uh, he was the Great Cartini. Special powers for Megaboom and the Great Cartini. Megaboom, I, I guess it was just, you know, super strength and super ego and uh, all that, you know, rich white guy stuff. Look at me, my package expanded. So that would apply to Megaboom. Uh, as the uh, Great Cartini, his uh, superpower was and is that uh, he holds a grudge for infinity. Big, fat, douchey, doucherson. When it was discussed during the bit that uh, Boomer's uh, special power was that he had a huge super junk, um, no one from management said a word, and n- nobody cared uh, in terms of you know crossing any lines or anything. And so, of course, then we just kept pushing the envelope uh, further with different bits. The Mega Boom and uh, Great Cartini, uh, aside from giving us uh, the drops, which I will occasionally still use for one reason or another when uh, when it's appropriate. Mega Boom and the Great Cartini. Nothing really ever came of it. Um, no comic book that I'm aware of. No cartoons. No endorsements. No pictures. No action figures. None of that ever happened. So it was just kind of a little bit that was. Uh, was a sounded like a great idea and then went nowhere. I'm in. Well, I told you I said super junk, but then you said no, that wouldn't work. By the way, that'd be a huge when junk. We, when we retired to the bat lair or the mega boom lair, <laughs> your super arm with my super junk, that could be fun. <laughs> <laughs> huge junk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, not again, mega boom. <laughs> I'm all out. <laughs> that well is dry. But, uh... How about lubrication? <laughs> That's great. But courageous Craig, we've got to save it somewhere. <laughs> There's save a drought. <laughs> drought. Anyway, tell the DC comic guy to come in, will you? Yeah, we, we like Mega Boom. But he's got to use Thomas. He's got to be the guy that does it. Right. He's uh, the official cartoonist of the show. He does a great job up on the website. He does. <laughs> Mega boom. Mega boom. And I super have huge junk. testicles. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever gets you through the day, boom. <laughs> That's it for part one of Flashback Friday. Wow. Oh, 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 and there's more. I'll keep going. For part two, we'll fast forward to the guys looking back on some controversial promotion of their beloved comic book heroes. August 22nd, 2012.
Do you have the superhero thing there? Yeah. When uh, uh, we were we were doing uh, Mega Booms and the Great Cartini, but the description of each guy was a little off. Yeah, a little not fair. If, if I remember, if I remember correctly. Introducing the superpower radio duo of Mega Boom with a super powerful arm and the Great Cartini with super powerful predictions. Yeah, but it, I think it went deeper than that to the point where. It almost got somewhat negative towards one of the two superheroes. One superhero is generous, smart, handsome, with a powerful arm. Mega Boom. The other is a little bald man who irritates people. The Great Cartini. You know what, though? I do remember being something like that. Yeah, yeah, and that was so Zach being so personal. No. Superhero of the radio dynamic duo cares about people. Mega Boom, the other could care less. A great cartoony. <laughs> that was some of the best stuff he ever did here. It's the greatest superhero combination of all time. One man is a pleasure to work with and gets along with everyone. Mega Boom, the other is a pain in the ass. The great cartoony. How good is that? Uh, Radio superheroes you can depend on. One is nice and down to earth. Mega Boom. The other, a narcissistic megalomaniac. (laughs) (laughs) Good times. Radio superheroes that make me laugh. One is phenomenal. Mega Boom. The other one will end up with a black eye if he keeps making fat jokes about Super Z, the great cartini. (laughs) More fun like that coming up this fall, Uh, by the way. Oh, yeah. And there you have it, the greatest superhero duo that never was. That'll wrap it up for this Flashback Friday. Hope you enjoyed it. I'm Tom Izzo, and you stay classy. If you enjoyed this segment, please give it a like, give it a share, and of course... Tell your friends, tell your friends. The penis head fish. <laughs>